The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning. So, today isn't about cheese. Just want to set that out there. However, now let's get real. I will be having a couple uh, last bowls of ice cream today. But today is not about dairy products, no matter how sweet they might be. Today is about something far more precious to us than any of our favorite foods. Today we begin a journey back to heaven, back to the paradise that our forefather Adam lost when he chose food over God. And we find that there is a gentle encouragement for us at the start of this journey so that we might set out with light step. There is a sweet fragrance of heaven that is given to us as we begin. For more than cheese fair Sunday, today is forgiveness Sunday. And five pounds of the finest Stilton cheddar, a gallon of Ben and Jerry's or Haagen-Dazs or even the wonderful McConnell's in my favorite flavor, none of those could encourage me as much today as a sweet word of forgiveness. You are forgiven. Forgive me a sinner. God forgives, Father. Sweet forgiveness. Don't you want to hear the Lord declare that you are forgiven? Don't you want him to greet you with that? Don't you want to hear your loved ones forgive you and release the blame for any wrong that you might have done, whether known or unknown? Then from the heart, and without holding back, today say, forgive me, a sinner. To the one who asks your forgiveness, and to the one who doesn't ask your forgiveness, say, forgive me, a sinner. Freely give. And what a God-given grace it is as we begin Lent, that we lift burdens off one another with the healing power of forgiveness. Have you discovered? Do you remember how it feels in confession? How it feels when you have unburdened, when you have unloaded those sins that trouble you? How it feels when the priest declares to you that you are forgiven and that now you may depart in peace. You need no longer carry that turmoil, that anxiety, that pain that you have carried. You may depart in peace now. You rise from the stiffness of kneeling 
and you walk away with light step as if on wings. Oh, that we walked so lightly, so uprightly all the days of our life. We cannot walk lightly and uprightly if we are burdened, particularly if we are burdened with a lack of forgiveness toward those around us. We must unload that. And today is the day to clean it out, to unload it. So we start Lent by declaring that we forgive everybody. And everybody means everybody. It not, does not mean everybody except, oh, you just don't know, Father. You just, oh, oh. If you only knew, you'd understand me. You'd understand me. Everybody means everybody. We forgive and we release from judgment, not just if they give us a formal written apology and then pay some sort of punitive damages to make us feel better, to right the wrong. There must be justice here if I am to forgive. I must have remuneration. There must be a settlement if I am to forgive. There must be a written apology if I am to forgive. We must just forgive and release everybody. Oh, the sweet freedom of forgiveness. As the gospel often does, today there are two themes presented together. Today and in the days to come, forgiveness is woven together with fasting. We find that we cannot truly fast unless we have forgiven, and that we cannot lighten up to forgive unless somehow we fast. In the gospel, the Lord himself says, when you fast, he does not say, if it fits your opinions, you might consider fasting. You might consider fasting to your other practices. He says, when you fast. Today and through all of great Lent, fast and forgiveness are woven together and you cannot unravel them. I would encourage you not to unravel them or to attempt to parse them out today. Keep them woven together. For the Lord himself wove them together for the sake of your salvation. Now, here again, let's get a little real here just for a moment. Um, you know, that this not be pontification. We don't like to have terms and conditions put on us. None of us likes that, you know. Okay, here's what you got to do. But the gospel tells us, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you also. There's that word there, if. If you forgive men their trespasses. St. John Chrysostom wisely said, Nothing makes us so like God 
as our readiness to forgive the wicked and the wrongdoer. You want to be like God? Forgive the wicked. Forgive the wrongdoer. The one, and that doesn't mean some class of people that exists somewhere far from you. That means the wrongdoer standing in front of you. That means the wrongdoer sitting next to you. The one who has wronged you. When you have been wronged, forgive. Do you want to bear the image and likeness of God? Forgive. In a word, you want to bear the image and likeness of God? Forgive. We might be so, so very orthodox in the externals. We might adhere to every rigor, to every prostration. We might attend every service. We might be so very orthodox in the externals, yet without forgiveness in our hearts for all, though we fast to the perfect letter, though we abstain from every category at the appropriate time, and feast with every category at the appropriate time, and attend every single service of Lent, we might still end it all unforgiven because we ourselves did not forgive. And that's not harshness. That's what the Lord himself said. But if we have forgiven, and this, this is the, the joy of this, if we have forgiven, then our, our very fast will be joy. If we forgive from the heart, the fast will be in our heart. You, you, want, you want to have it be not just letter of the law. You want it to be in your heart. Well, then forgive today, now, from your heart. Forgive. We will find that even though we have washed our faces with many tears, tears for our past sins and for the sin and the unresolved sadness of all that is around us. And there is a sense in which we carry the burden of all that is around us, for we are Christian people, and that is our lot. In the similitude of Christ himself, we carry the burdens of all that occurs around us. We feel that sadness. If we have washed with tears, the tears will become like an oil of gladness anointing our countenance. Tears can wash us clean in, in a way that no cosmetic can. And if our tears are in secret, then our joy will be in public to the glory of God. Fasting in all of this focuses our hearts to be able to do this. I don't know about you, but I can't confess with a full belly. Somehow or another, when my belly is full, I am full of myself. 
as Feuerbach wisely said, you are what you eat. And if we have eaten much, we are full of much. And so our, in our fullness of much, we make many excuses for that for which we are full. I'm too self-satisfied, too full of myself. I make excuses. But when I'm hungry, I'm weak. When I'm hungry, my focus becomes sharper for the battle at hand. The Lord himself said that the Christian disciple can only meet the tough and persistent things that have power over him with prayer and with fasting. You want to make some headway on this messed up world? Pray and fast. We might make some headway. The Lord himself said that the Christian disciple can only do this way because he himself did it that way. And so it was that the Blessed Father Alexander Schmemann said, there is no Lent without fasting. Further, he observed that the fast of Lent for the Christian is our very entrance into participation of the experience of Christ himself by which he liberates us from the dependence upon food and upon the world itself. Lent is here to liberate you, not to enslave you. Keep that in mind when it becomes heavy, when you wonder why you're doing it. Lent is here to liberate you, not to enslave you. So Lent is a journey that begins with forgiveness and fasting. Neither of them comes without real effort. Yet if this Lent is to be a journey to heaven, back to the paradise that our forefather Adam lost, then we should hasten, we should hasten to begin this journey. We should set out with light step, not with heavy anxiety and anticipation of the weight of it all. We should set out with light step. If we get up and start, the Lord himself will meet us on the way, and we'll see him soon in the glorious dawn of Pascha, to the glory of God the Father.